the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on AM 930 KLUP. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry, actually, Jerry's not in today, or he's very thin. Dr. Uh, Calvin Finch, and... Uh, his chair's empty, at least. Yeah, and Trace will be joining us in a little while. So uh, we encourage you to uh, give us a call and be a part of the show, and we'll talk gardening with you. There's Trace, 308-8867, 308-8867. In fact, uh... Uh, when, when Trace gets back up here, we're going to ask him to talk about the plant of the weekend because uh, it's the Princess Series crepe myrtles, and they were really interesting. I'm curious if anybody uh, picked up on them yesterday and stuff. So uh, here he comes. He's going to grab a seat, and we'll uh, we'll start talking. Oh, is he? Uh, He's just going to make a liar out of you. I think he might. <laughs> All right. 308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. 308-8867. Hey there, Trace. You get, you get comfortable. Hey, I thought we'd start off the show talking about the uh, plant of the weekend, because the more I thought about it, the more I thought this is kind of cool. It's that crepe myrtle. It definitely is a, a, a yeah, I mean, a yeah. new variety of crepe myrtle, and it's a princess series. Sure. So uh, I got these out of Oklahoma. They're probably the only ones in Texas, and we sold a few of them yesterday after the after the show. Good, that's what I thought. In for them. So uh, there's five different varieties that I got in, okay. and they're all start with Princess. So Princess Zoe. It's a dark red with pink, kind of like uh, dynamite is, but it only gets four to five foot tall and three wide. Yeah. So then it's that's good though. Yeah, it is. Then there's a Princess Kylie, which is a dark red. Uh, similar to Red Rocket, uh, that one's three, four foot wide and uh, tall, and three to four wide. So, kind of cool. Then there's one called Anne, which is a cherry red, and that one is four by four. And then we get to the really unusual ones. Uh, this one is Princess Leela, and it is a light pink, one to two foot tall, one to two foot wide. Wow. Now, traditionally, on a crepe myrtle that's short like that, they're considered weeping or, or miniature. And they, they grow more out and kind of floppy. This is an upright habit. Uh, so it's a completely different look, and the leaves are really cool and small. Yeah. Uh, then we have Princess Jasmine. Okay. That one is purple, kind of like royalty purple. And that one is also one to two foot tall and one to two foot wide with the little leaves, upright habit instead of uh, weeping habit. 
And these are pretty cool. They're twelve ninety nine until until they're gone. Okay. And uh, most of them, there's still somewhere between uh, four and seven of. Good. Uh, so uh, you can give us a holler, and we'll uh, we'll save you one. So here's the deal: you can come by and get them. In fact, if you just ask for the Princess series that you heard Trace talking about on the show, they'll steer you in the right direction and show you the ones. If you if you heard something that kind of perked your ears up, and you're like, oh yeah, I want that one that was one by one, or the one that was like the Red Rocket. Uh, we'll talk about it more in a little while, but come on by Millburgers because, yeah, like you said, there's only four of some, seven of the other, and these would be perfect for a patio or Con- a, container planting yeah. on these on these smaller varieties when you want that that showy color for the summer. I think they'd be really cool in a pot. Or sometimes we get questions about crepe myrtles and size, so this would be good if you want. Oh, yeah. Um, and we uh, Millburgers got a really neat publication that lists all the. All the crepe myrtles and all the sizes and uh, bark characteristics and whether they're how resistant they are to mildew and uh, aphids. Uh, so you get uh, you get all the information. And as Trace talked about yesterday, and these are illustrations of it. You buy the crepe myrtle for the size of the place you're going to plant it in, mm-hmm. for the final height. You don't want to have to be cutting them back every single uh, year. So. The other thing that you can do, if you like, is uh, this is a nice service that Millburgers offers when we talk about this, is call them right now, 497-3760, 497-3760, and say, hey, yeah, I heard us, heard you guys talking about the Princess series. I want two of the ones uh, that are like this, and uh, they'll put them aside for you. You know, you can pick them up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They'll, t- they'll take care of you. So uh, that number, 497 497- Three seven six zero. We'll re- we'll revisit the uh, plant of the weekend in a little while again because this is a, a good opportunity. I'm betting this one's going to be popular. I, I'm thinking so. I think so too. All right. So three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Do you want to talk about what's in the bag, or are we supposed to call that person? Well, I wanted him to look at it first. Okay. Yeah, when he's got questions, I think we will call her. I already have my answer. She already got an answer from uh, her extension agent. Okay. And uh, I guess she, we need a third opinion because the yeah. first first two are the same. And it's uh, so, a plant with... Uh, do you want me to give her a yell or try to have Carlo call her? Huh? Well, Should we try to reach out There's her? about five samples in there. Oh, okay. And they all, all the different types of plants that are in there all have that same leaf curl thing going on. So I know, there's, I know there's Turk's cap in there and uh, Viburnum. Looks like some Sandanqua. Yeah, there's Viburnum in there. Um, I, I want to say Rock Rose, too. I know uh, the Turk's cap was in there. I want to say a shrimp plant, too. Bottle brush. All right. They're all, so all showing some kind of... A, uh, curling or miniaturization of the of the leaves, and uh, of course the typical uh, the t- two typical answers would be uh, a hit by thrips early, but uh, five different plants. It's pretty unusual. Uh, another thing that might it almost looks like they might have been hit by herbicide. Well, my answer was either water or herbicide, 
And the extension agent that she talked to from her area also said water. He didn't say the herbicide. Mm-hmm. They, in terms of the water, what do they, they think in excessive amounts? Or well, that's to me, that's the only thing that would cause that. Uh, if it were a watering issue, she's on a she's she was in a uh, I forgot the Floresville. But she has a clay base, and she is on a hill, and so when it does rain, it goes through that area, but she says it doesn't stay wet, and she hasn't been watering much. So so when I told her I thought it was water or herbicide, she said, well, last year it rained more, and I didn't get the problem. Yeah, but um, what did she say? How did she react to the herbicide? Uh, She said there's nobody around her. Vacant lots. Vacant lots. Not agricultural op- operations. Uh, I, I didn't get that far, but vacant lots uh, I thought would have eliminated uh, anybody else contributing to it. Hmm. Yeah, it is uh, yeah. strange. The, 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 a lot of leaves will curl, and that, that's why I don't... Um, and there, there are some of the plants that are starting to put on new growth, and the new growth's not affected. Oh, that's interesting. So that was another thing I thought, okay, well, it's still got to be one of those two issues. Yeah, and uh, the miniaturization is so severe, I, I just don't but they're not all be unusual that the water... But water, they're not all doing the miniaturization, but they're all doing the, the leaf curl. Well... Yeah, then, then they... Uh, Did you pull out the, pull out the Turks gap? That shows that the... More so than anything. So someplace in here, there's the Turks cap? Yeah. I don't see a Turks I think that was it. I think it's in your hand. In your left hand? Well, anyway. Yeah, he's touching it. Huh. Okay. Huh. Well, Calvin keeps looking at it. I'll give the number again, 308-8867. You want to look at it for a sec while we Well, the, re- the, the reason I'm hesitating on the water, usually you can see... More of a uh, physiological, you know, like the the edges will show more more browning. This this looks like a a plant that uh, plants, you know, four or five different plants that uh, were suddenly they're in great shape. The color the color is good, and suddenly they changed their performance. Now, and it wouldn't it's not a real severe. If it is a uh, herbicide, it's not real severe because you didn't get a kill. And, and you're saying that uh, I don't see the, where the, the newest growth from this sample indicates that they're well, she, recovering. She, yeah, she didn't bring me one of those. She just yeah. said that they were doing that. Okay. Yeah, if, they, if, if they're recovering, then it'd have to be just a really a... Uh, small or a uh, little dose of whatever it was but boy it looks pretty uh, it's pretty uh, you know, better it'd be great to see the whole plant right and uh, did she say anything about the other plants er- everything is doing it everything is doing it and she she did mention one thing which brings about the herbicide thing she had a, a bottle brush and I don't I don't think it's that sample but it wasn't even planted in the ground yet, and it started doing it. So that's... Oh, gosh, yeah. So I, that's where I went yeah. herbicide. So... Yeah, that's the, I think that's the that's the link to pursue further. Uh, I don't know if she's got a, a 
company that's doing lawn, or you know lawn work or I think it, I think her husband does most everything. Uh, you don't suppose they were they didn't do a uh, yeah it'd have to be something that was volatile if it was if it got that container. Hmm, interesting. All right, we're going to go to the phone lines now at 308-8867, 308-8867. Greg is on the line. Greg, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Great, thanks. And you? Good, good. What's going on? I have a nectarine plant that was kind of late in coming out in uh, uh, this spring. It, it's fairly new. It's a few years old. But below the graft line, it keeps on sprouting. I keep on cutting it off, but it keeps on coming back. Is there any way I can stop it permanently from doing that? Um, no, not really. Uh, did they, I, I suspect that it was late this year because it didn't get enough cold weather. And that is, that'll be uh, another emphasis on, on it trying to sprout from below the, gra- the graph. Um, it may indicate that the graph wasn't the greatest. Uh, maybe a little high. Uh, nectarines are not the easiest thing for us to grow here, uh, so there, there, there's that kind of pressure uh, too. But I think you'll just have to keep. You, you didn't get any blooms this year, did you? Oh no, no, it didn't yeah. sprout out till probably April. Yeah. Now I think you'll have to live with it. But in the past years, has it had has it had fruit? New tree. It's a new tree. Oh, brand new tree. Okay. Yeah. Well, so then. Yeah. Um, recommend just cutting off the leaves as I see them growing. What? Cutting off the leaves and redo it as he sees them growing. Oh, off, from below the graft. Yes. You yeah. Use a, you just stay keep, on top of that. Cutting. Now that that the fact that it's a new tree though gives you hope. I was think I was thinking for some reason that you're seeing this. Year after year, you're getting this real severe, and that's not uncommon in peaches and nectarines to have the sprout. But the fact that this this year, with uh, uh, the low chill we had, that's a lot of pressure on that plant. So you may not be faced with that every single year, as long as we get enough cold weather in the winter time for to meet the needs of that nectarine. Now that's a question, because nectarine. A lot of the nectarine varieties. We had a few that were relatively low chill, but do you don't remember what the chill requirement was of it? It's a sweet queen nectarine. What it says I don't know. Fifty to three hundred hours. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that should be that should be uh, most years that should be uh, doable. So yeah, you got hope that you're not going to have to be faced with that every year. When do you okay, pull onions? Oh, good. When, when, huh? when should I pull the onion plants that I've planted? Are they are the tops flopped over? You know, some of the leaves have flopped over, but uh, you know they're still growing pretty green. Should I wait till they uh, turn brown? N- no. Generally, if the if the tops flop over, that indicates that they're stopped putting any size on the bulbs. And then, then what you do is you pull them and let them dry out, uh, let the let them uh, brown, and then you cut those tops off. Um, as long as you know, you could. There's nothing wrong with uh, them growing through June. Uh, 
if they're still putting some size on those bulbs. But you can you can pick the ones that have flopped over that have obviously quit growing, and you can start using those for sure. But and by uh, flopped over, you mean that they're going the leaves are going to the ground now? Yeah, instead of going straight up, they're just limp, laid down on their okay. on their beds. Uh, that and that's the the sign that they're done growing. And this is the time. Mine I harvested about uh, uh, two weeks ago, and a lot of times the target date is about June first. But you know, two weeks either side is not an issue. All right, thank you. Thanks, Greg. Bye, Greg. Good questions. All right, we'll take this opportunity to take a break. And while we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. I want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 1030 to noon doing one of his EarthKind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 1030 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on drift roses now just 14.88 in the two gallon container caladiums are on sale in the six inch pot for just 4.88 you'll save on beautiful dwarf mexican petunias in the one gallon container get this now just 3.88 this week at millburgers you'll save on thoralis bougainvillas are on sale crepe myrtles and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on bull road Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch Moana. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Bahama Bucks. State Farm Agent Mike McDonald. University Health System. And Cricket Wire. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There is a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure, award-winning and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. The Dennis Prager Show. Dennis doesn't believe America's resilient. And he's right, I don't. I do not believe it is resilient enough to withstand what Europe could not withstand. The takeover by the left in terms of values, economy, politics, 
and everything else that comes with leftism. It's like the blob. It takes over. It just takes over. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 11, right before Michael Medved at 2 on 930 AM. The Answer. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, grief, and relationships. And Karen, what relationship doesn't have stress? Stress is completely normal, and if managed properly, instead of tearing down, it can be used to build up relationships. So Karen, where does this building start? Call me, Karen Bagwell, at 210-264-2565. For Blue Rose Christian Counseling, bluerosechristiancounseling.com. This is Dennis Prager. When you sit down with Sergio Martinez, with Help You Sell, he'll show you exactly how their low set fee program will save you money. Call 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. Breaking news. British police are hunting for possible accomplices of the suicide bomber who attacked a pop concert in Manchester last night. Stimulating talk. We continue to follow all the developments in England around the Manchester bombing. 9.30 a.m. The end. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. I'm Milton Glick, along with Trace Hazlett of Millburgers, Dr. Calvin Finch, and Jack, who is on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Jack, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How can we help you today? Jack, you there? Three. There you are. Can you hear How can we help you? Yes, sir. Uh, I have a grapefruit tree that uh, has produced great for a number of years, and just in the last few months, it has on the top, a bunch of the branches on the top uh, where older growth would be have dropped all the leaves, and it's just bare branches now. But then below that, there's new growth and seems healthy, but the upper branches they, they look like they're still alive. I haven't broken one off, but they're, they've dropped everything. Uh, and I'm seeing some small grapefruits that normally wouldn't drop off the tree, I don't think, uh, that have dropped off even in the last month. Yes, it sounds like you're describing. Yeah, it sounds like you're describing my grapefruit trees, and uh, it's from the freeze. Uh, a lot of the brand, and this, this is quite common in freeze damage. A lot of the plants that are pretty good in terms of free of cold tolerance, but they do have a, a point where they'll get the damage. They'll they'll start out as long as the weather is cool. The damage that they had can support the plant, but the minute we start getting these hot days, then it's more clearly defined where the damage is. So you've okay. got. You got some of the, you got some of those branches that have some cells that are still alive, but you got other cells and vascular blockage and 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 I think I think not only me but I'll bet almost everybody out there with uh, grapefruits uh, uh, is familiar with that description. And I okay. I've I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to go go ahead and cut those off, even though I see little green sprouts. But they're just, you know, it's, with the heat, it becomes more and more obvious where the where the uh, okay. strong okay, so strong growth is. Cut those off, then. 
Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't, okay. yes. Perfect. And, Thank uh, you so much. You, all right. Sounds good. Good luck. Thanks, Jack. You take care. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Well, Carol left some stuff here at Millburgers, and the guys have taken a look at it and have some questions for her. So she was nice enough to come on the air with us. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. You're on the radio. So how are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Okay, the guys wanted to ask you some questions, so we're going to do some detective work here. Carol, when, this Calvin, this Calvin, when did you uh, start seeing these symptoms? Uh, early this spring, mostly. Last year, I did have some leaf curl, uh, and it was right after we had a lot of rain. This year, we're in the Lavernia area, and we have had very little rain, and it just seems to pass us up continually. That uh, early in the spring, I started getting leaf curl on some of the plants, and it got, uh, uh, it just seemed like it started taking over different plants, and I'm having some new things getting curl now that didn't have them before. Okay, so it isn't, we, we're, in our discussion here, we somehow imagined that the, it was almost all at once that this was happening on all, all, well, these, all these plants. It did kind of, it, it started all at once on some of them, but I'm having others that are starting to pick up the leaf curl now. And some of them are in raised beds where they're not susceptible to a lot of water drain off. We are at the bottom of a hill, so we get water drain off off of the hill, but a lot of the plants aren't anywhere really where the water drain off is affecting them. Okay, and when you say water drain off, is that the water sitting, there's sitting there? Sit, there's, there's nothing sitting, but because we are at the bottom of a, a hill, our, our property is the bottom of a hill, uh, and we have a sandy base with clay under it, probably about a foot under there's clay. So when we get runoff, it does, uh, you know, it does tend to, to stay there for a little bit. But we haven't had hardly any rain, so the ground is not real damp. I uh, have not really run my sprinkler system but a couple of times this year so far. So it's uh, it, it doesn't seem to be related to moisture. The thing that I have noticed, the last the last indication I had that it was getting worse was my Turk's cap has is slowly uh, progressing across with a leaf curl. I had one little healthy batch, and now it's starting to get leaf curl, and it's just right next to the other. What what kind of plants are there that aren't showing that any damage? Oh, I've got a tremendous amount of plants, so I've got a lot of things that aren't showing the damage. Um, But just recently, the um, uh, mountain laurel started showing leaf curl. And it had not shown it before. Hmm. They and my, my, they didn't drop their leaves, or they is nothing. Nothing showing any kind of symptom, where you got browning around the edge of the leaves. There's no browning. Uh, there's really no insect infestation. Uh, my daughter's an entomologist in Kansas. She checked it for insects when she was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really see indication of uh, of any insect damage. Um, what, and there's no what's at the, there's what's at the top of the hill I mean what you say the the water runs down uh, what, are, 
Are there other homes or there pasture or is there any it's, agriculture? It's, not a steep it is, hill. It's slow. It is all pasture land, and it uh, has not been sprayed this year. They uh, they do hay on it. It's a hay meadow, but they're uh, they haven't sprayed it. And on the other side, of the other part of it is just pasture land where there's some cross-grazing cattle. Okay, well, the, you, when I see symptoms like this, I would, uh, there's at least there are two or three real obvious things. Uh, some, some of them, uh, look, my first, my initial look at them, I, I was thinking they might have been uh hit by something like thrips in the bud stage uh, and then deformed the leaves. Is there any new growth that's that is emerged off of plants that are showing the severe symptoms? Some of them are. The, uh, yeah, the, the bushes, um, and I'm not even sure what kind of bush they are. Uh, I think they told me at, at the nursery, but I forgot what they said. Uh, it's it's not red tip, but it is another bush that they put as far as uh, something that grows tall and full, and it's kind of starting to overcome the leaf curl. But it seems to be the only one that's really pulling through good. The others are kind of succumbing to it. Okay, I think uh, I think you maybe got a, a combination of a number of things. The the obvious the the one that everybody kind of rea- uh, reacted to or, or thought of was some kind of a herb herbicide remnant. That's why I asked about the the drainage down there. This you know this looks like a symptom from a spray that occurred. You know it's not severe enough to to kill. Uh, at this point, it's not severe enough to kill the plants. But if it was if it was uh, uh, in the pastures, and then it uh, when when you finally did get some rain, it washed down. You would get some remnant damage because some of the same kind of damage we're seeing here on these miniaturized leaves and these uh, deformed leaves. And then the other thing, and uh, I think Trace and I both kind of agree on this that you probably got you've got a you've got that hard pan there, so you've got some plants, some locations, uh, depending what the soil's like underneath them, how long they've been in place, all that, all, lots of those conditions, you're probably getting some damage uh, from the, the water sitting there uh, for a little while. Um, so it's a co- combination. And you say the extension agent, did he go out there and look at it? No, he had suggested I try fertilizing everything really good and see if it pulled them through, and he said that he would be glad to come out maybe next week and look at them. And I believe I'm going to have to have him do that because they're, they're, they're not really pulling through. And I know, you know, I understand what you said about the herbicide, uh, draining off, but I don't believe they have ever sprayed this, this hay pasture. I don't, okay. I can't remember ever doing it. Um, and it has a lot of weeds in it, so I know they didn't this year. Uh, as far as runoff, water runoff anyway, some of that is in my built-up uh, beds around my koi pond that have no way that they would have extra water or runoff. So that's, that's why okay. it has baffled me so much. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd fertilize. Uh, I think it is, it is a good idea. Where are you, in Wilson County or in Bear County? We're in uh, Wilson County. Wilson, yeah. Yeah, if that if the if the agent's willing to come out there, I think that's a good that 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 uh he'll be able to see some of the uh situations and and uh, talk about some of these questions where that are lingering in our mind. Uh but I I think wait uh, wait until he assesses it before you fertilize cuz fertilize uh could be could add to the problem. Now the the strangest thing to me one of the strangest things is that the the, the leaf color is so the green, and there's no long-term damage until whatever it was caused the deformity on the leaves. You know, so you got great color, you got, and you got such a diverse set of plants here. You got viburnum, sandanqua, and and uh, all different kinds of, of plants normally that we don't see showing symptoms now the symptoms aren't exactly the same so that's one of the things that the the agent will be able to detect he may be able to see some differences in terms of where that water's flowing uh how that hard pan is you know deal is dealing with uh drainage and those uh, and those kind of questions but okay. but it just amazes amazes me that uh that the you know you, you maybe or maybe we you did, we didn't get see the samples. Did you have any kind of plants that were whole branches were dying or browning? Uh, well, interestingly enough, my I had some blueberries, but this is the first year I put them in, and I I put some uh, peat moss around them. Uh, uh, tried to build up the fertilizer, seemed to be doing pretty good, and then one day I came out and one branch had died. I trimmed it off, and two days later, the rest of the plant just uh, was completely dead. So, yeah, I had that, and it seems like there's another plant that I noticed a branch dying on that I was concerned about. Yeah, well, the blueberry is the, it was the blueberry is yeah the blueberry is uh, is an acid lover. So that yeah, I wouldn't expect that. He's planted it into the soil. I wouldn't expect that to survive very long, especially if you're having drainage issues because it would it would not be able to deal with that alkaline soil unless you're in a pocket of acid soil. I don't, uh, but I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I put Rob, some, some soil around it, but probably not enough. I think I'm going no. to... Uh, no, in, can, in fact, when we recommend uh, Milburgers here, we sell a lot of blueberries and we recommend they be planted in a like a half whiskey barrel. 50% sphagnum peat moss, 50% potting mix, or 50% sand, and and 50% sphagnum peat moss, because they really need that that acidity if they're going to survive. So yeah, that's a problem. I'll, I'll be. That's uh, really that's the only one that is just um, that has died. The rest are really pretty healthy, um, except the the leaf curl. Uh, other than the the. Um, the beautyberry and the Turk's cap, both of them are systematically dying out. So it just it's like it's starting at one edge of them and it's just working its way through. And you don't and there's not a there's not a pattern that relates to the runoff coming down the hill. The the ones that are are 
that be on the Beautyberry and the Turks camp. It possibly could be because I don't know exactly how the clay pan runs. It could have more clay under there that holds the water. Uh, I don't know. Do you think I should maybe dig down by them and see what the soil's like? If it feels like it's, if I've got some water up, you know, still in the closer. To I don't earth? think it hurt. I don't think it hurts. I think it, and uh, I think when you're, if you leave, kind of leave those little uh, expo- exploration holes for when the agent comes. Is it? Is it Brian? Brian Davis? Yes. Oh, cool. Hey, tell tell him that. Tell him that we had a long discussion about this, and we'll be we'll be really be interested yeah, in, in his analysis. And Rob Rob was chiming in while y'all were going. I'm on sorry, but Rob was chiming in while y'all were going on that. Uh, he wanted to know if there's a railroad track uh, nearby or a high uh, a highway that where the city or the highway, the state would come by and spray. And it could no, there's not. From, we're from, way back away from. Um, way back away from the, the highway and uh, probably about a mile and a half back from the highway. So, Can you, you think you could, you know, this discussion we had, do you, uh, did you make a, a few notes or can you remember so you can bring them up to Brian too and so he can kind of look at the look at them in terms of the lay of the land? Yeah, I will. I certainly will. All right. Will you call us after he visits? I certainly will. Um, I will tell him he's on the spot now that it's his job to figure. Yeah. Out. <laughs> oh, he's he's a good he's a good horticulturist. So uh, uh, I'll be. Uh, I think we'll be looking forward to his uh, his assessment of the situation. And thanks, okay. Carol. Thank you, Carol. You take okay. care. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right after this with Dr. Calvin Finch and Trace Hazlett on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 1030 to noon doing one of his EarthKind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 1030 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on Drift Roses, now just fourteen eighty eight in a two-gallon container. Caladiums are on sale in the six-inch pot for just four eighty eight. You'll save on beautiful dwarf Mexican petunias in the one-gallon container. And get this now, just three eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Thoralis. Bougainvilleas are on sale, crepe myrtles, and much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. How do you choose a realtor? For most people, realtors are frequently selected based on what a buyer or seller believes an agent can do for them. In reality, your realtor is first and foremost an advisor who must be trustworthy because following your agent's guidance is the most important element in a successful real estate transaction. Experience matters. Real estate broker, realtor, and talk show host John Thurman brings trustworthiness and over 15 years' experience to your individual transaction. Look him up at heartoftexasrealty.com. That's John Thurman. 
heartoftexasrealty.com. Nature lovers in San Antonio and Central Texas are very fortunate. Nature is all around us, and we have the opportunity to fill our world with birds, butterflies, and more. And guess what? It's easier than you think with the help of Wild Birds Unlimited. How? Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, Wild Birds Unlimited makes nature wishes come true. Let's say you want a feeder that attracts a certain bird or one that keeps squirrels away. Maybe you just want to sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds will help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. What else will you find at Wild Birds Unlimited? Just unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and Shirts locations like Northwest Military at Hebner Road or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-B-I-R-D. We're talking with Mike Robert of Robert Custom Homes. And Mike, congratulations on 20 years of excellence in the home building business. Well, thank you. You know, San Antonio has been wonderful to us and we love our clients and uh, love this town. 40 awards? Yeah, 40 plus awards. Summit awards and state awards and uh, one presidential citation. But our ultimate reward really an award is happy clients, satisfied customers. What's the key element that sets Robert Custom Homes apart from all the others? You know, integrity's first in all that we do. You know, building a quality home is everything to do with your integrity. You know, what happens when the homeowner's not there? You have to make decisions every day to complete a wonderful home. And to do that, you've got to have the integrity to make the right choice all the time. I've got several wonderful superintendents that have been with me 10 plus years, but um, I'm out there quite often on your job site making sure that things are being done to our standards and the standards you expect from a luxury custom home builder. For your next home, think Robert Custom Homes. Mike, how do we get a hold of you? You can reach us on the web at Robert, that's my last name, R-O-B-A-R-E dot net, Robert.net. Michael Medved isn't buying what the media is selling. It's not hard to imagine some of that verbal abuse transitioning to physical abuse, especially when you have the president calling journalists scum, bad people, evil people, and the enemies of the people. Yeah, Trump has said all of that, and he shouldn't. But the idea that it's suddenly a high-risk job to be a reporter? Come on. The Michael Medved Show. Afternoons at 2, right before Larry Elder at 5 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Trace Hazlett, and uh, we're going to go back to the phone lines now. Talk to Jim at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey, Jim, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. How are you all doing? Good, good. How can we help you? I called in a few weeks ago and was advised to use BT on my uh, sweet corn every other day on the silks. And uh, my question is, even though I can apparently use that product up to time of harvest, realistically, how long do I need to use it after the silks dry up? How long do you, and what we're trying to, we're trying to protect the plant from the, the, uh, the, the, uh, cor- the worms, right? Yeah. yeah. And it seems to work. It works very well. I haven't noticed any. Well, it's only I'm got a stain. It's, it's only got about a five-day life. That's one of, one of the advantages and disadvantages of BT. Uh, I, 
And let's see, you got um how, how long is it, how long is that uh, period? Is it forty days when you start seeing the silk and then you harvest, or is it sixty days? Yeah. Oh, it's uh, I'm gonna say closer to forty days. Forty. Uh, I've got some that's ready to pick now. Uh, yeah. I'm just wondering. I guess I should. You know, once the silks dry up, will they still uh, lay eggs and develop a worm? I don't know for sure, but I think you ought to be, uh, the 10 days before the harvest, I think you'll be safe. Um, Yeah, because I don't don't think there'll be a lot I'm sorry? uh, I know you can use it uh, up to day of harvest. It's not toxic or anything to humans. But, uh, yeah, that's right. The label you you, check, you want, of course want to check the label instructions, but uh, all the formulations I'm familiar with, you don't. There's no there's no waiting time on BT. I was just wondering. I've been doing it every other day, as uh, Parsons told me. And, uh-huh. uh, but I just thought, well, you know, within a week of harvest, should I still need to be using it? Yeah, probably. I wouldn't think so. Now you could do a little, a little experiment again. Your, your whole uh, use in your crop this year has been a lot of experimentation. But you might, you might. I don't know if you'd see the uh, the difference. I suspect you wouldn't see the difference. I think what you've done uh, now is got everything under control, and and you're not going to see much difference in. Uh, not not applying anything for the last ten days and continuing to apply your every few days. So I well, think I'm you're still safe. applying it. I'm still applying it to my second planting, which is uh, you know still got fresh silks on it and whatnot. Uh, still pollinating, yeah. but uh, the other is ready, to, pretty much ready to pick. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm th- just just curious about that. I don't I haven't seen a worm at all on any years that I've checked. Wow. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems to work good. Usually I have them on almost every year. But, yeah, it's, anyway, it, can get, it can get so severe that it's... Uh, it's uh, I know we like to go through and uh, clean them out and cut them off before, you know, we serve them to guests or anything. Because, uh, you, you, you know, there's times, especially if you do a fall crop, where you can have a... Every single year can have a mm. but that yeah that sounds like that was that worked out pretty well. Yeah, Keep us informed, will you? You bet, I will. Certainly. Thank you very much. Sounds you bet. good, Jim. Thanks. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Don't forget, David Rodriguez will be here next Saturday talking about summer color using Texas superstars and other plants to create summer color for your yard. It's from ten thirty to noon here at Millburgers, and uh, it's absolutely free. So come on out and enjoy it. Bring a pen and pad and uh, take some notes, and uh, you'll be rewarded with some great information from David Rodriguez. All right, 308-8867. Did you have a question? Different types of society, and, oh, oh, you're trying to find out where something is? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
he'd be the he'd be the person to ask on that one. So all right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free it's 866-308-8867. And another thing to uh, remember today, as you're looking for Father's Day gifts coming up in uh, just a couple weeks, is to head on over there to Wild Birds Unlimited. Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, Bill or Di or Denise or or Kim, depending on the location you go to, can help you find the right product for Dad. Uh, whether you're just trying to bring nature to the yard and you want a, a good feeder or you want uh, maybe you've uh, got a feeder right now and you're like, well, but the squirrels get everything. You know what? Wild Birds Unlimited can help you. They've got all kinds of great solutions for that, including the right feeders or the right feed. And that's what they do at Wild Birds Unlimited. They uh, solve problems for you. Um, and when you go in, you're going to hear uh, other customers come in and talk to them and uh, tell them the great success they've had or maybe some of the challenges. But you're going to see that they have a relationship started uh, with Wild Birds Unlimited. And we don't want you to, to believe either that they are anti-squirrel. No, I might be anti-squirrel, but they've got yeah, they got squirrel feeders. Yeah, they got just as many ways to to please the squirrels. Yeah, uh, different specific feeds and uh, and. feeders and everything does so that you can really take advantage and enjoy the squirrels if that's mm-hmm. one that's of the things you want to do. All right, so uh, you'll find Wild Birds Unlimited, one location, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Uh, that's where Bill is. Denise is over there at Wild Birds on 300, <coughs> excuse me, 3009. Choking on the squirrels? Yep, choking on the squirrels. And uh, that's about it east of... Well, uh, I missed Jerry because Jerry would have... Would would have jumped in and said they they probably got recipes for those they, squirrels. They don't. <laughs> they they like the squirrels. Uh, and uh, right there on uh, sixteen oh four on Braun Road, that's Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Um, so, uh, oh, there was another guy who had a question too. He wanted to ask you, but we wanted to know where something was. How did that question go? Uh, it was. It was an interesting one. Oh, uh, okay. Lake Lake McQueenie, talking about mayflies and uh, uh, some kind of tree that was growing down there. Wanted to know what it was, and then they apparently planted a uh, a pine tree, one of the Christmas type uh, pine trees that we sell, like Aleppo or Stone. He couldn't tell me which, and that they grew it for a while, and they stuck it in the ground, and then they they uh, were going to build onto the house, so they had to move it, and they moved it, and. Now it's stressed out and sappy, wow. so we were trying to come up with some possible reasons why. Okay. That's, well, you know, the obvious transplanting, the kind of soil they're in, transplanting, something that's gotten established and settled in is always going to be a challenge. So, yeah, that is interesting. Did you tell you didn't tell them that it some might be just easier just to get a new tree that's self-contained in a container so that you know what root system is? No, but we, but we did talk about looking for since he did say sappy and it is a pine. He's looking for bores. Yeah, and um, I, I think he understood that there's probably not going to no matter what it is, it's probably not going to survive. Stress. Yeah, once it's uh, start that situation where they're in stress, it is tough. Although they'll surprise you sometimes, you know. I might sit there and look on the edge for a year and a half, two years, and then suddenly it just says, okay, I've dealt with it. I'm ready to start growing again. Just don't move me again. Don't move me again. Hey, you know, uh, we're talking, we've had a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of our questions uh, had to do with uh, 
landscapes. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a big landscape training program coming up on the 10th next Saturday from 8.30 to 1 p.m. It's going to be held over there uh, by the Dominion. Uh, there's a new El Daco's restaurant uh, on the Dominion right off of the Highway 10. And that's where the class will be held. It's going to be sponsored by the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, who we partner with on a lot of issues, and also with uh, our friends at the Trinity Glen Rose uh, Water Conservation District. And the idea that there will be some lectures to talk about the plants, choices that you have, how to how to deal with your soil. If you're in this area, you've got soil issues. Uh, and as we've discovered this morning, in Wilson County, you've got soil issues. The whole region has soil issues. And so they'll uh, they'll deal with that. And then they've got one-to-one counseling, which is re- it's really valuable. They'll have a, at least three different publications, color publications. Uh, the, I think the Austin Plant List, Landscape Care Guide here from San Antonio, and either the Texas Superstars or the TNLA uh, plant uh, publication, too. So good good publications will be available. $30 for individuals, $50 for two individuals from the, the same household. And if you want to, uh, they would like you to uh, RSVP for the program uh, by Tuesday, on Tuesday, the 6th. And to do that and to get more information on a program, just go to the gardeningvolunteer.com uh, website and uh, you'll find all the information and then you can uh, sign up. It's a good program and useful if you're trying to improve your landscape, start a new landscape, or even going to deal with professionals just so you can have s- some ideas and uh, re- respond intelligently to uh, to the ideas that your professional comes up with. Don't forget to hear Millburgers, other events on the uh uh, let's see, that's going to be the 20, 20, what is the Top Tomato Contest? Uh, uh, 17th. Yeah, it was like the middle of the month. Yeah, I think you're right, 17th, because there's, yes, because David's next week. Yep, yeah, there you go. And uh, that's coming up, and there's, uh, this is uh, your chance to brag and to uh, to even win prizes for the tomatoes that you've been growing all spring and into the summer. Uh, you come on out to me. We might even give you a chance to brag on the radio if you win. Absolutely, we will. You can tell us all if your it, secrets. Or if just they the share ones with us afterwards, then we'll, then, then we'll oh, help yeah. them brag. Now you're sounding just like Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always come hungry that day. <laughs> um, but come on out to Millburgers between ten thirty and noon. Not after twelve o'clock. The entries are, or the entries are closed. So come on out there. Millburgers will give you a ten dollars gift certificate to be used that day just for entering the contest. And then there are a couple different prizes. Uh, the two categories for tomatoes are small, are cherry and smaller. And uh, the second category is regular sized tomatoes. Uh, there are two winners in that, first and second place. And then out of that, the top tomato, who will win a, or our grand champion, who will win a $50 gift certificate. There's also a, a prize for its heaviest tomato. We ought to keep track year after year and find out what the, the record is that we get. We haven't done that so far, but we should. What do you think? Uh, it's like one something, I know. Yeah, I think we've had a, not a lot of. I thought we broke two. Oh, did we break we had two? A few we times, have. sometimes, and uh, but I, I think we've had. Uh, I think that was a purple Cherokee. That I remember. Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, I remember. They don't look pretty. Several, it was pretty, but it was several times. I think several times purple Cherokee is one. 
uh, of course, Tycoon is one. Uh, I'd be interested to find out pre-Tycoon. I can't remember oh. what. Purple Cherokee did win before then, but uh, lots of... Uh, that'd be, uh, you're right, Milton, that would be interesting. I think we've had... Sometimes we've had 1.8-pound winners even. But uh, did you say that that the, the cherry tomato and the regular-sized tomato, there's also a gift certificate prize there. You said $50 for the grand champion. Oh, yeah. First place in those divisions is, uh, let's see, it's 75 and uh, second place is 50 and then you win an additional 50 So that's yeah. nice prizes. Y'all are, y'all are missing the main one. Anybody yeah. who puts an entry in gets mm-hmm. something too. Yeah, you get $10 gift certificate to be used that day here at Millburger. So, And that was just kind of those those shy folks who don't want to do it or kind of, it was kind of to encourage you to to come on out and take the and chance and meet other gardeners uh, who uh, have their tomatoes and everybody kind of stands around and exchanges over stories. The they, they do. They exchange stories. They give angry look to judges. And, and we mentioned this yesterday. Uh, one of the, the keys on the regular tomatoes and the cherry tomatoes are uniformity and blemish-free. So, you know, you don't you don't want three different odd sizes for your entry. You want three nice representative sizes for those categories. Of course, the big one, the big one, you just want a big one. It doesn't matter if it's knobby or whatever it is. Hadn't the big one won the uh, grand champion, too? I think I don't. Has. I don't think so. I don't I know for sure. Haven't the big one? What the, the by weight? I thought won the green. Oh, I don't one. know. I don't think. So. I, I don't remember that. But maybe. But no, I don't. Go we'll after. But uh, the rules are. Nurseryncom uh, no Yeah. So check that out. You just uh, you know you don't have to make an. Uh, Spend a lot of time preparing. No, it's just kind of fun. And I've seen people green bring green ones. Yep. As long as they they match. Some years. Uh, that's what. You, that's all you can get. Uh, some th- years. Yeah. This this year we should see some really nice ripe fruit because we're we're seeing nice ripe fruit already. All right. So, so cool. go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. It concludes the salad bowl contest too. All your good veggies, uh, other than tomatoes. You know. So. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment, right here, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, here at 1604 on Bull Road, and of course heard on 930 AM, The Answer. With Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio. 866-308. 8867. Uh, and you can come on by the nursery and ask your gardening question in person. Uh, you don't have to be on the air if you don't want to, but uh, we'd love to visit with you in person. And chances are, if you're on the air, your question will help somebody else out. All right, 308 8867. Again, the number to call. Hey, Trace, um, and uh, do you want to talk a little bit too again about the uh, plant of the weekend? You bet. Uh, so uh, I got these out of Oklahoma, and they're, uh, they're a new series of crepe myrtles. 
So as we were, we've been talking about before, you always you want to pick the crepe myrtle that matures at the height that you want it to actually stop at, uh, rather than buying the color you want and then trying to manage it by by cutting on it. So these are some new short varieties. Uh, I've got one. They're all princess series. I've got one called Zoe, and it's a dark red with pink mixed in, like dynamite, and it only gets four to five foot tall and three foot wide. Then we've got uh, Princess Kylie, and that one is a dark red, similar to Red Rocket, and that's three to four foot tall and three to four foot wide. Then we've got Princess Anne. That one is going to be a cherry red, four foot by four foot. And then we've got two that I think are really unique. Uh, Princess Leela, that is a light pink. And it only gets one to two foot tall and one to two foot wide. And it, it has an upright habit. Uh, most of your short-growing crepe myrtles are more sprawling, weeping varieties. And this one is kind of a cool. It's got small leaves. Uh, it has a, a really neat look to it. And then we've got another one called Princess Jaden. And that one is purple. Also one to two foot tall and one to two foot wide. Also with the little leaves. And, again, all of these are upright habits. They're not those ones that grow up a little bit and out a lot. So uh, uh, kind of unique. There's uh, somewhere between uh, five and seven of each of these now. And they are $12.99, and they are beautiful-looking specimen, one-gallon cans. And this may be the only place in Texas you can find them? I think so. All right, so here's the deal. Come on by and get them today. Ask somebody to help you find the Princess Series. Or call the nursery if you can't come in today but you want them at 497 3760 and uh, ask them uh, to help you uh, put aside one or two that you want and they will then you come by Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday and just pick them up so it's as easy calling 497-3760 can we ask your question on the air? okay All right. yeah he what took you, the microphone that's what you it. got? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I've got a couple of live oaks in my front yard and uh, all of a sudden this season on the tips the leaves are turning brown like that, and uh, yeah, that that that's common this year. We've we've had a number about every uh, one, one a weekend, I think. Um, there's a couple things that are happening. There's a fungal, a bit of a fungal dieback that'll that is showing up on on some trees, and and you'll you'll have this show up on a, a lot of the end of the branches. And then that combined with the winds we've had makes them real obvious because they break they break off. Yeah. And the oh the all the growth that the plant the trees have put on this year all the foliage mm-hmm. makes them a little top heavy too. So we're we're seeing a lot of that. Shouldn't be shouldn't be any issue. The oh, the, okay. the that fungal dieback is is quite common and the. Uh, the trees are looking generally looking pretty good. Okay, yeah, it. yeah, a lot of foliage. Yeah. Uh, so, just uh, I, I was just amazed by this. Uh, there's some, some in my neighborhood. There's some of the trees where the when the winds and the rains come, it, it just the ground is covered with ball moss and the broken stems, yeah. and then a block further you don't see anything. So it's. A lot of it's wind patterns, uh, air movement, uh, uh, the moisture in the air, too, in terms of that fungus. So 
and the individual trees. But I think I think you're okay. It's not not anything to worry about. And uh, some trees are really showing it, and others like well, there's a little bit of a little bit of the action here. See see a couple of them right on these trees here at Melbourne's even, but uh, not too much. Yeah, I could see one. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of yeah, pieces right up there, there too. Yeah. yeah, and I know in my neighborhood, most of the trees are looking pretty good. Yeah, but as you say, when the wind blows, my yard gets covered with these and ball moss. It's better than getting covered with pecan branches or yes. uh, <laughs> uh, mulberries. Uh, right. My my mulberry had big uh, branches fall off, and I've been I've been po- postponing getting it taken out. It's it's kind of covering some uh, red oaks that my wife really likes and uh, and I've been saying yeah we'll as soon as I get a couple more for the birds growing in the back of the yard we'll take this one out so the fact that this 25 foot branch fell down she kind of looked at me and said well you think it's time yet to get the I said yeah I guess it is time yeah, yeah. so I think I think the, that the trees we're seeing a lot of action like that the winds and those the winds, those different channeling, the the directions. Here we, yeah, of course, of course, you know, you you have to deal with her all the time. You maybe don't want to hear her anymore. <laughs> wow. Oh, you're treading on thin ice. I'm, I probably, yeah, no, no, March for all these years, I probably should just smack me upside the head. Um, but no, that, that's a great question, and that and that's we're facing that in a lot of landscapes. Okay, yeah, I was just concerned. I thought they're beautiful trees. I didn't want to yeah. have a chance of losing them. They're tough. Yeah, good. All right. All right, thank you. Thanks, thank guys. You. Good to see you. you. Take her easy. All right, 308-8867 is our number. That's 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Um, Going to hopefully talk to David Rodriguez soon about his uh, upcoming event on Saturday. Uh, Trace, normally on Sundays uh, you kind of tell us things that are be coming in, and, but that may have been in the spring when there were lots of things coming in. Oh, there's still lots of things coming in. Is I think the most, un- the, well, the one that I haven't been able to get uh, that is coming this week is uh, Oscar Okra. Oh, okay. So assuming everything materializes like it's supposed to, I should have a growing set of Oscar Okra. And I do have the seeds yeah. available right now for Oscar Okra. Tell us, uh, so what, what do folks have to do to get that? Um, the plant or the seeds? The seeds, right seeds now. Seeds, they got to come plant in. Easy. And I believe there's a donation involved uh, for the... Yeah, I think it's like a dollar. It's not very much. It's, it's, uh, I want to say it's two. but Two dollars? Okay. Goes uh, back to I, know, I could be wrong. But uh, it's a money that's donated to the uh, uh, extension. It probably goes to the kids in the long run, I'm, I'm thinking. All right. Hey, Brian is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Brian. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good, good. How are you all? Good. What's going on? Uh, well, i got a couple of questions. I've been trying to locate a uh, Chinese flame tree or the, um, uh, I can't remember the other name for it, and also a fireman's cap Uh do you happen to know any nurseries around town that might have either one of those? Say them again. The uh, Chinese you know? flame tree and the uh, fireman's cap or coral oh, tree. I, uh, I've got the coral bean. Yeah, you got the uh, yeah the fireman's cap here. Uh, 
But I don't and know the other, the other one. Does. The other one is the uh, uh, Golden Ranger. That's a salmon color. Oh, uh, I think I have the. I think I might have one Golden Ranger back there, but I'm pretty sure it's just a regular Golden Ranger. Ah. Okay. <laughs> well, the, I will uh, stop by today and take a look at that other one then. Cool. Thank and you very much. Carl, Carl Bean, you got somewhat like three gallons. There are five gallon, and uh, when I walked by on my way up here, there was still four left. So. Yeah, and they're and they're pretty spectacular in terms they of the are. blooms. Um, just know what you're getting into, and I guess it sounds like you do. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that they're a little bit. Uh, they can be a little uh, like to spread by seed a little bit, but I, you know, a little yeah. bit of a uh, little bit of care, I think I can keep them pulled up. Yep. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. You take care, Brian. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. And, uh, Calvin, you got your article there? I do. Yeah, and uh, uh, the article we talked about uh, converting, uh, if you're you're interested in converting a traditional San Augustine uh, landscape into a more... uh, lower water use landscape less maintenance and uh you know we talk about ground covers and we talked about the shade more and more yards in the san antonio area are getting the trees are growing larger and it's getting tougher and tougher to grow lawn so there's a lot of ground covers that do well but then the article goes into two uh we talked about the landscape school another thing and uh well we were talking this morning trace i was seeing the folks out there with their little uh, San Antonio water system coupon looking through the all the, the plants here at Millburgers. There's a, a program that uh, if you convert some of your San Augustine lawn uh, to low water use lawn. 200 land, square feet. Yeah, 200 square feet. Or if you've never done it before, there's a you could go up to 1,600 square feet, which is amazing. Uh, but you, you go to the website, the San Antonio Water System Landscape website, and all the information will be there. Here at Millburgers, all the plants are identified. There's a, a, a one setting that shows one, at least one of each, and then all the the varieties that are lumped together out in the main area, they're all identified as this is one of the coupon uh, plants. So you can... It makes it a lot. It makes it pretty easy to utilize uh, that credit, that rebate that they're talking about, uh, to to make that conversion if you want to. So, anything else you uh, mention on that coupon? Um, staff is pretty well up to. Yeah, this is this is going to be the. I think it's uh, the first time I've actually been able to get everything on their list, huh. and uh, so I thought that was. Amazing in itself, including snake herb. Or what yes, was it called? snake herb. Did you look at that? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, actually. it is pretty cool looking. And what? How this works? If you've never taken advantage of it, you you go to the website, sign up, they send you the coupon, and then you have so many days to get the 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 uh, planting, the conversion done. You do have to either remove remove or or kill the uh, San Augustine grass. You have to convert. The sprinkler irrigation, if there's any there, um, but uh, you, know, you know it's pretty clear on, on what you have to do to accomplish. But then it all it helps uh, subsidize the purchase of the plants to replace that that lawn grass. Lots of good information on their website too. 
So a lot of fun. I don't know how long, Trace, this one lasts. Till That's a long time. I want to say three it's, months. Or? No, no. I'm pretty sure it goes to the end of October. Oh, wow. Oh, good. Okay. So but I do encourage people to take advantage of it now because the plants are plentiful now. When we get to the end, everybody gets in a frantic. Uh, I remember those fit times. for the things to the the last day, and, and we and come the end of October. We're coming October period. A lot of them are going to be hard to find. Yeah, and uh, so don't procrastinate. If you're going to do it, let's let's uh, let's get it done while the selections are good. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett of Millburgers, and uh, your calls right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. I want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 1030 to noon doing one of his Earthkind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 1030 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on drift roses now just 14.88 in the two gallon container caladiums are on sale in the six inch pot for just 4.88 you'll save on beautiful dwarf mexican petunias in the one gallon container and get this now just 3.88 this week at millburgers you'll save on thoralis bougainvilleas are on sale crepe myrtles and much much more at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on Boulevard road dale wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. One of the Ten Commandments says to honor your father and mother. And right now, I'd like to honor my father. He fought our country's battles as part of the greatest generation in World War II. He was brave, strong, and independent. And he retired right here in San Antonio, where for the last few years of his life, he fought his final battle called Alzheimer's. I'm so proud of my father. My name is Greg Perkins, and after my own service to our country and in honor of my father, I started a company called In-Home Senior Care. Since 1999, we have been providing peace of mind that gives the honor and dignity your parents deserve by helping them remain in the home of their memories and assisting them with day-to-day activities like meal preparation, bathing assistance, housekeeping, transportation, and companionship. Honor your father or mother today by calling 210-256-CARE. And in-home senior care can have a care specialist in your home today. InHomeSeniorCare.com. It's not just our name, it's what we do. In-Home Senior Care. Hi, this is Baron Wiley, and you've heard me say that Gary and Dave from Climate Magic get it. Well, guess what? I get it. 
I am a happy Climate Magic customer, too, and here's why. My new friend Martin has been with Climate Magic for over 20 years, nicest man in the world. We found out we had a lot in common, but then Martin got to work, and I promise you it was the most thorough AC service my unit has ever seen. In fact, he found a little too much. I had some mold growing back there. He quickly pulled that part out of my unit, took it outside, cleaned it all up, and put it back in, all part of the service. And Martin told me that at Climate Magic, they treat each customer and project like as if it was in their own home. He taught me some new tips, gave me some great advice, because it's true, Climate Magic does have the heart of a teacher. And I feel like I got more service than for what I paid. I also think that Climate Magic appreciated that I scheduled my AC maintenance now in the cooler weather, which is safer for my friend Martin. And I think that's also reflected in my Climate Magic maintenance package. Let Climate Magic take care of your AC right now. It's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15316. Larry Elder sees Democrats using members of Congress. Al Green, another member of Congress who happens to be black, is, along with Maxine Waters, probably the two biggest voices on the Hill for impeachment. I mean, they know these two people are hysterics. They know that if Maxine Waters were a white Republican, people would call her unhinged. Those two people will have safe seats and they'll be reelected. So we'll just put them out there, have them yell and scream about impeachment. Can you say being used? The Larry Elder Show, weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Give us a call and be a part of the show. Talk to us about your gardening issues at 308-8867, 308-8867. Uh, we're here at Millburgers, so you can come live at 1604 on Boulevard Road and visit with us. Uh, and uh, you can uh, just call us again at 308-8867. Us is Dr. Calvin Finch and Trace Hazlett of Millburgers Landscape Nursery. And I thought we'd take a second. We talked yesterday about some of the plants that were on sale this week. Um, Theralis is on sale. You guys want to talk about that? Uh, you mentioned it yesterday, I know, for someone. Yeah, that's a it's a deer proof plant that I I kind of poo pooed it. Jerry Jerry's been an advocate for it, and uh, it it's, doesn't get make the big blast like Esperanza in that like the first year, but that second year uh, it gets covered with yellow blooms. Very consistent bloomer. Yep, and not and it's it's less uh, cold sensitive. It didn't always freeze bad. Yeah, uh, that's true. Most, most and, years, the one up front never never even browns yeah. out. And the deer don't touch it. It's got little yellow blooms. It really uh, fits well with uh, with Esperanza, uh, mm. Firebush, and uh, Poinciana, too. The, the, those, those four are all really uh, like full sun. Hotter the better for them. Drier, they can take any, the dry. So it's, it's, a, it's a neat plant. The butterflies like it. Hummingbirds like it, um, and so it's a plant we could use more, uh, more of. Blooms long, uh, start starts blooming. Uh, uh, I was going to say a little slower than than Esperanza, but that, that that's not necessarily the case, well, especially not new uh, Gold Star. Right, but the years that it doesn't get cold, it's it. I've seen it bloom in the middle of the winter. Yeah. And it certainly blooms a lot more than the uh, old-fashioned Esperanza does. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a nice nice plant. It also has a nice, uh, really a shape. Upright habit. Yeah. And the branches are not, 
uh, are not real uh, thick. It's, it's kind of a finer uh, texture to it. Doesn't weep much. Goes kind of upright. I've never seen one. Ones in my neighborhood don't seem to get above uh, seven feet tall. Do, do some of them get a bit taller now? I have not seen one bigger than that. And ours been, ours been planted a long time up there, and I think five six foot's biggest. Yeah, I've so seen they're it. they're a little more manageable than some of the uh, some of the others too. Anyway, check them out. Are they blooming here? Uh, yeah. They, well, they're budded. They're showing some color. Yeah, so you can you can see what you you're getting into on those consistent year in year out tough plant. No, no. As far as I know, no insects or diseases uh, bother it, and certainly drought doesn't bother it. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Tom is on the line, I think. We're having a little trouble communicating back and forth with the station. Tom, are you still there? I am. Yeah, thank you for waiting, Tom. What's going on? I had a question about, about a magnolia tree. Uh, I've got a large magnolia tree in the front yard that I'm guessing is at least... Uh, 50 or more years old, 60 years old. I guess the first question is, what's the lifespan? And this is about a, I'm going to guess, 30 or 40 foot tall. Hard to gauge from looking at it. Um, so it's been, I mean, it's a large tree. We've got some growth around the trunk at the ground level that at one point was trimmed up and it looked nice, and we let it go, of course. And So now I want to trim it back up, and I was wondering what the best time to do that was and whether, you know, just a, a pruning saw and a... Uh, and whether I needed to cover the wounds or not. Well, you don't have to worry about the wounds. When do they bloom? It blooms later, a little later in the summer. Um, you are, know, are you? Are you just? Got, are you just talking? A, are you just talking about uh, cutting around the trunk, or are you talking about a massive, um, a massive kind of uh, pruning? No, primarily around the trunk, probably inch, inch to inch and a half uh, branches that have started and have just grown out of there. As far as when it blooms, you know, I it was blooming earlier this year, um, and right now it's got the pods on it, green pods. Um, okay. Those are the results of the blooming or or yeah. more blooms to come. No, I, I, th- I think you could go ahead and do it now. Good, okay. although in, in general, magnolia likes to have those lower branches because it wants to shade the soil line. Uh, I mean, it's not a tree that functions real well here in the first place. So it's trying to shade its root system so it's not under as much stress. That's why I keep sending them out lower. And a lot of people clean them off like that, but it, the tree's going to continue to do it because it really wants them there. And so you'd recommend leaving them there, I guess? I mean, it, that's up to you. It, it can create a hassle in mowing. So, uh, I mean, it's, but, it's individual preference. But it's okay. such a spectacular tree, and you've had yours is after 50, 60 years, yours is still performing so well. So, yours is, sounds like it's pretty special. But, yeah, it's, yeah. Trace is right. If, if you know, the, the classic shape does go all the way down to the down to the ground. Okay. So if well, you can put up with that. Yeah, I've seen them kind of uh, cleaned up more than anything else, and they look kind of nice having that open trunk. And so I was think, thinking about doing that. Um, and, again, that's the way it was when, oh, Fol- last time. Five or what seven kind of soil is yours ago. in? 
What kind of soil uh, is yours in? Geez, I don't know. We're over by Fort Sam on the little bit uh, west of Fort Sam area. Okay. I was just wondering yeah. why. It's performing well. It's probably got deep soil. So that's yeah. Well, I th- I think you've done you've done it before, so I I, I think you, you just a decision you'll have to make on. You know, okay. you could you could open it up, but uh, in terms of the what the tree would like, uh, having that thick, it's like, kind of like a citrus. They they would prefer being thick foliage all the way to the to the ground. Okay, Sounds well, good least, though. Whatever, yeah. whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Yeah, I just didn't Thanks, want to Tom. stress it out or kill it or anything like that. So I, knowing I can at least trim it up a little bit, I can at least do a little bit now and decide on the, the more larger the larger clipping later. Okay, yeah. appreciate your input. Thanks, Tom. You take care. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number, and Scrubby's on the line. Scrubby, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Scrubby, you there? All right. I hope I got your name right. Three zero eight eighty eight six. Oh, okay. What's going on? Yeah, where you at, man? You keep falling off. Uh oh. Okay. We'll try it now. Okay. Are you there? Just fine. Yes, sir. Can you hear me now? We can. We can. Okay. Good. Um, where's the old man at today? Um, Charm school? No, nah, he's uh, at a uh, record release party for his son. Oh, well, good for them. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear all about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, uh, uh, what I call for is uh, I read Calvin in the paper there, and I see that uh, every every reference to how to get a hold of these good deals is uh, on the Internet. Well, some of us uh, don't have the internet, and it looks like we may never get it. So, is there a telephone? We do have phones. <clears throat> so, is there a telephone number where we can call and get these coupons and help out with uh, conservation of water or energy or whatever we're doing this? Like the Saws coupon? You can, de- yeah, you can definitely call uh, yeah. call the Saws Conservation Department okay. and uh, ask for somebody there, and they'll they'll help you. Is Saws one of your providers? Or is oh, that's provider? true. That's a good question. So, if you didn't have, oh, any- yeah. are you a Saws customer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So just- yeah, I, I take advantage of everything they put out. I've got uh, and uh, CPS also. I've got their uh, everything they every coupon they has, come out with. I got lots hope, of rebates. Hope yeah. Well, I I think that's a good idea. So uh, I'm interested yeah. in uh, you know getting rid of uh, 200 square feet of uh, mud and uh, whatever comes up in there and uh, put some. You know, I'd like to have. Uh, uh, like pavers out there, is that part of the deal? I hadn't heard. There, I don't there's have. A sep- there's a separate one for patio pavers. Um, we can, I think, we participate in it, but it's not anywhere near as big as the plant one. Uh, yeah. But yes, there. And I'd, I'd love to tell you to go Artscape, on the website. Yeah, they got. Uh, but they, they do have a patio one that might fit you. Uh, but you can do more than one. Yeah, I realize there's uh, eight available. That's right. But, uh, uh, yeah, I was just wondering if the pavers were involved because uh, I, this area is pretty shady, and uh, I've got enough. You know, I've got 500 plants in my little yard. I don't need another one. So I thought okay. I'd pay part of it. There, there is definitely one that will fit your criteria, and it's, uh, it's I think it's pavers. Yeah, well, good. 
All right. Well, uh, another me. thing oh, I yeah, want to call you. I want to call you about was uh, last week one of your uh, uh, regular callers uh, asked about a holly oak, and y'all couldn't find it in your reference there. Well, uh, holly oak is called uh, Ilex, I-L-E-X, and it's a popular, you know, oak tree. So, uh, you know, you, I know y'all got computers and all that, but if you, you know, the old archaic way of looking in a book, you can find it. So, a book. I found, I found it for you. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's paper, paper, and made out. You know, it's got printing and stuff in it. That's amazing. That involves a whole new thing of learning how to read, you know. And then there's uh, 700 languages you have to oh. navigate. Well, look, Marcus uh, Ilkes, yeah. Is that, uh, what? Is that what it was? Okay. Oh, yeah, I looked it up, too. Yeah, okay. That's an interesting, it turned out to be an interest, interesting plant, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Grubby. You take care. Thank you, man. All right. Y'all be here. Bye. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Jonathan is on the line. Hi there, Jonathan. Welcome to No Burgers Gardening South Texas. What's going on? Hey, I got a question about uh, two questions. One about we satch trees and the other one about tomatillas and totally different things. But um, I I planted a we satch tree at my ranch about three and a half years ago and watered it. For the first two years, it, it was already in a five-gallon container. It was pretty good size. It growing like crazy. Did wonderfully throughout all the summers. Now, last summer I didn't water it because, and it just did wonderfully. Looked fine. Um, you know, end of the year came, lost its leaves as normal when it gets cold up there. And this spring, it's dead as a doornail. And I'm wondering, is it just because I let it go ahead without water? Although last year, pretty pretty damp you know pretty a lot of rain up there wasn't a lot of moisture issues or did it freeze because i had a really really hard freeze where is it where was your ranch it's near stonewall texas yeah well i think it was the freeze because they'll even uh because they uh i don't know exactly where the line is but uh uh, especially a, a new specimen if it's out in the open could freeze have you got have you got, there isn't a lot of weesatch growing in Stonewall, is there? No, uh-uh. I just planted a few native trees, you know, and trying to, uh-huh. just to try to see if I could get, uh, I've got oak welt on my place, and it's it's going to be impossible to trench enough to save everything. So, uh-huh. you know, I'm going to put part of it back in pasture, and then I'm going to plant some, I've been planting some specimens of, you know, various uh, escarpment cherry and things like that. But um, it, it was doing just great, and uh, about three and a half years old when I I put it in about three and a half years ago, about eight feet tall, and then this you know the spring nothing came out and it's not even coming back from the ground. So they're um, they're notoriously drought tolerant. They're one of the most drought tolerant. Now your yours you 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 know kicked it into a growth rate and it was kind of used to used to uh, growing. A lot of foliage and everything, and it's probably made it a little more susceptible to the freeze. Uh, but, but uh, I think I think even even one that had grown naturally there would have been frozen up there in Stonewall. Okay, so that, in other words, don't waste my time on that. Well, unless you find a little a nook or a canyon, ravine, or something like that where it's a little sheltered. Okay. 
All right, I'll, I'll um, give that a thought. My other question is about tomatillas. I planted a tomatilla this year just for the fun of it and uh, in my garden, and, boy, the thing just went to town. It's covered in blooms, uh, grew like a house of fire, and made tons of little tomatillas. They get to be about the size of a nickel, turn yellow, and fall off. What, what have I done wrong? Huh. When did they when did they do all this? Well, they've been uh, doing this this thing since I planted it. I planted tomatoes in uh, in May, uh, early May, and I put that little plant in at the same time I planted my tomatoes, and uh, it just took off. You know, it just went crazy, and it's it's still blooming, yeah. still still setting fruit. It's been doing that since uh, since I planted it. Thing is probably about. Oh, two and a half, three feet in diameter, about two and a half feet high, covered in tomatillas. None of them get bigger than a nickel. And it's in full sun. It's in full sun. Now they are—they like a little more hot weather than a, a tomato. Uh, they're not—they're not getting too much moisture. Are they? Are you watering them exactly the same as the same tomatoes? as the tomatoes? And the tomatoes are doing just fine. They're they're going yeah. well. Well, in fact, the tomatilla is at the end of a row of tomatoes, and it's growing like a house of fire. Tomatoes are growing great, um, but it it sets fruit, but they won't. You know, they they huh. get to nickel size, then they turn yellow. The little paper around them turns yellow. Fruit turns yellow, and they fall on the ground. How much larger are you expecting them to get? Quarter size or? Yeah, I was figuring a quarter. I mean, they're barely a nickel now. You know, yeah. they're, they're tiny, tiny little things. And I thought, you know, if they got to be a quarter, that would be fine. But well, let's let's do this. I'm uh, I have I've grown, grown them accidentally before, but not not on purpose. I've never had any trouble having uh, having them drop the fruit. I'm, I'm wondering if they're you, as long as they're continuing to set fruit, they, you might. You might be, it might be like a pepper. Some of the peppers are going are doing better as it's gotten hotter, and that may be the case there. But let's put the word out to our. Uh, let's trace. You got any idea? I'm, no. I just, let's, sounds let's, like the plants are boarding them. Yeah. Let's put out the word to our listeners and see if anybody else has got a an idea what uh, anything special, different that we should treat the tomatillo than the uh, tomato. What do you think? Okay. Yeah, all right. So the number well, to call is 308 8867. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, Jonathan. 308 8867. We'll uh, take your calls while you uh, while we take a break. So 308 8867. Give us a call and be a part of the show, and maybe you can help with that question. 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. And Philip, we missed you, so uh, we, we, we lost you. So give us a call at 308 8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. I want to tell you what's happening this week and next week at Millburgers. We're going to start 
with next week. Next week, David Rodriguez will be here from 10.30 to noon doing one of his Earthkind seminars. David will teach you how to keep your garden beds blooming throughout the heat of the summer, how to attract butterflies, how to attract hummingbirds, and how to prepare your landscape for the summer heat with beautiful summer color with Texas superstars. There is no cost for this. It's free at Millburgers. It's from 10.30 to noon. So come on out and enjoy this great class with David Rodriguez. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some great savings on Drift Roses, now just fourteen eighty eight in a two-gallon container. Caladiums are on sale in the six-inch pot for just four eighty-eight. You'll save on beautiful dwarf Mexican petunias in the one-gallon container. And get this now, just three eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Thoralis, Bougainvilleas are on sale, crepe myrtles, and much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown. 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch Moana. Free entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Bahama Bucks, State Farm Agent Mike McDonald, University Health System, and Cricket Wireless. Have you ever tried trading stocks on your own? Sounds scary, doesn't it? All the math and analysis, charting and graphs, and what if you make a mistake? The fear of investing causes people to give their money to advisors at large financial firms. But do they care about your future as much as you do? At Tradeway, our experienced investors teach you how to break down the confusing world of finance and be in control of your money. Learn how to avoid mistakes and find potential profits. If you don't plan to trade, at least you'll know what your advisor is doing. Controlling your investments may seem like a big goal, but small steps can get you there. To learn more, call 877-907-TRADE or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Tradeway. Big goals, small steps. Coming to the San Antonio Courtyard Riverwalk, June 16th and 17th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. The Jay Sekulow Show. Why do we think it's okay that James Comey's clearing his testimony with... The special counsel of what it can and will not discuss. Just do it in, in camera. Do it private. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to go public. And he was so concerned about you know, President Trump's alleged interference with the FBI, a Russia investigation, that he didn't walk across the street to the Department of Justice to say, hey, I got, I've got, we've got a legal issue here. No, he didn't do that. So he's a grandstander, show voter, and not an incredible witness. The Jay Sekulow Show, weeknights at 7, right after Larry Elder at 5, on 930 AM. The Answer. <laughs> And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, give us a call and be a part of the show today. It's 308-8867. We're live here at Millburgers, so you can come by and ask your gardening question in person. Uh, we're still looking for calls on tomatillas and growing them, so if you uh, have done it really well or uh, you've done it all, you can call yeah, us. Yeah, if there's any tricks yeah. to it. 308-8867. Hey, uh, when you come to Millburgers, one of the lines of uh, the carry here at Millburgers is the line called Nature's Creation, made here right in Texas with the motto of kid and pet safe. If you're trying to get rid of uh, insects in your yard, uh, take a look at the Cedar Repel. That's the name of the, uh, the product that they have. It's uh, from Nature's Creation. It's a natural insect repellent, chemical-free, pleasant scent, easy to apply, long-lasting, and uh, it helps repel things like 
exotic mosquitoes, fleas, roaches, uh, snakes, and uh, more. So that's Cedar Repel, and uh, just take a look at it. It's one of the great Nature's Creation products that Millburgers carries. Remember, Nature's Creation, kid and pet safe. Can we ask your question on the air? Yes. Okay, you grab the microphone, you'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. What's going on? My father-in-law has grapes in New Bronzeville, and I know we had a lot of rain last year, and I've spoken to a couple of people, and there's like a film on there. I'm trying to find a way to resolve this. Here's a picture of the, the bad ones. You can flip to the next picture, and there's some good uh, green plump ones. Hmm. Um, Calvin's up one. You know, I was trying to think of what the... See if Trace recognizes the. I spoke to somebody and they said use serenade, but I don't know. Has what is it? Serenade. That's a that's that organic. Fun, it's the the strain of uh, fungus that grows on cornmeal. Oh. That eats other fungus. There's yeah. another picture that shows the good grapes that are real good and plump, but there's like a film on there and won't wash off. Huh. Well, what bothers me is it's black. Which, to me, is a sticky too. Yes, sir. Okay, so I think there's an insect higher up, and somewhere on the vine itself. And when they go to the bathroom, it's a honeydew. It's sugar, so to speak. And that black fungus is latching onto that. That that's my guess, especially if it's sticky. So you got so the the actually the the black. You got to control the insects. And then it's not easy to get sooty mold, uh, the, the, that material that grows on the on the aphid or the whatever insect. Whatever it insect it is. Yeah. Probably, probably aphids, but it could be a number of things. So are the, are the, this is not this year, though, is it? Yes, that was last week. Oh, okay. So you could, uh, how much, how extensive is this? Not it's a whole lot. I like the the green grapes. There's a couple patches, and on the he's got three red grapes: uh, Merlot, um, uh, not a Sandro, I think a Sandrovese, and and another one, Mucciolano, a Malbach. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, some uh, some of those are going to be a little are going to be susceptible to uh, some of the grape diseases. But if you're if that if it is that honeydew that Trace is talking about, you might have good luck. Just uh, I don't know. I think I'd just uh, maybe spray a, a, soupy, a soapy. Probably soapy water, but uh, realistically, you get, we need to figure out what bug it is first. So somebody needs to go inspect, figure out the bug, and then we can figure out the best uh, best way to approach it. Sometimes just washing, washing the bugs off regularly is good enough. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, there's an there's a organic control called spinosad. If it's aphids or the smaller insects uh, then that that would take care of it now getting getting the sooty mold off the grapes though it's not not going to be the easiest thing well, to do. I think once the sugar stuff stops coming it, it'll all become more powdery and I think okay. it'll wash off how long how long before you will be harvesting do you think oh okay you got some time then yeah well then uh, then deal with that insect, spinosad or, yeah, uh, you know, which is an organic control. And then you've got, if you've got a month and a half, then you should and do do the washing a little bit. Just the whole spray will, 
and uh, I think you might do all right with the spinal sad. Well, I'd still prefer to know what it was because some, some things you're going to be better off going with a real insecticide like malathion. Uh, might be a, Can we cut leaves and analyze them? Or? You could be. I'd be able to find them. I mean, it should be obvious when you go to look. Uh, under the leaves. Yeah, so it could be on the, on the leaves. They're generally on the newest leaves. Uh, but I would look for aphids, which will be small, gnat-looking things that don't fly. And they could be all kinds of colors. Uh, mealy bugs, uh, leaf hoppers. Uh, there's a, a number of things that could, could give the, well, the honeydew. That's a good point because leaf hoppers are really common on grapes, and we've had some reports. Well, we had a we and problem here. Trace is right. The spinosad does not do a good job on leaf hoppers. They're a little bigger, so you, there you'd use seven or malathion. Well, I think I think investigation is the way to go. Figure out what the bug is, and then we can figure out the best way to. Okay. Get you out of it. Just look under the new, the newer leaves. You, yeah. you might have to look all around. If it's the leaf hoppers, they could be anywhere. They would be in like a white cottony, uh, uh, look like cotton spittle. Yeah, they've got a, they've got kind of a funnel. They look like a little torpedo. Oh. And they and they, and they can fly. Uh, the, the. Uh, so if, if you got those in, and then. We, it would require a, a more potent insecticide. I'd imagine if you if if you find it, I don't remember where you said it, where he lives at, but New Bronzeville's. Um, my guess is he could take pictures if he doesn't know what it was, and and send them here, or even to the Bear County Extension agent, or they, to the Comal County, or yeah, and they would be able to uh, tell him what it is and what the best method of. But, but he's welcome to send them here. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the agent up there, can't remember his name, but he he's a good horticulturist too. So he he would he would know if you get that information to him. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, thank right. you. He, he might he, he might even go out there. Yeah, I bet he would because it's a it's agricultural related. Yeah. You're more than welcome. He makes good vino. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. And to, toll free 866-308-8867. The number to call to uh, be a part of the show. David Rodriguez, again, is going to be here next Saturday from 1030 to noon. And uh, he will be doing a one of these Earth Kind seminars absolutely free. This one on summer color, including... Um, the uh, using uh, the uh, Texas superstars and other stuff uh, to uh, to provide great Texas color. It's absolutely free, and uh, we'd uh, love for you to come on by and uh, be a part of it next Saturday from ten thirty to noon. All right, what else we got going on, guys? Well, let's see. Um, we're talking about uh, you talked about the article today, and one of the things that. Uh, Dig in now section is uh, things that uh, you that are important, and one of the things is important is uh, mowing the, the grass at the at the right height. Oh yeah, that's uh, I, I get that constantly, especially on Bermuda lawns. You know. And I, I I saw it yesterday in Wilson County, really nice. Obviously, they take care of it and everything, uh, but it was kind of a patchy Bermuda lawn. I couldn't quite figure it out. Well. They're mowing it at three inches tall, and so you got a lot of stems, and they weren't mowing it for frequent. On Bermuda lawns, inch and a half or less 
really really makes a nice tight sod, and that's ideally uh, the height of your grow Bermuda lawn. Now we had shorter is better. Yeah, if you if you like if you're looking for that golf course look from Bermuda grass, they they mow really they, much less. And they, and they mow often. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing the weeds that do pop up in a wimpy Bermuda that's mowed tall will go away as soon as you start mowing the Bermuda at the right height because they just can't take their heads getting cut off over and over and over again. And it is it makes it a tight, beautiful sod. Uh, so. Mow Bermuda low. San Augustine grass, we had some disagreement, Trace, because uh, uh, Neil Sperry, he, he, he likes the two inch, and Jerry and I are more inclined towards the three, three and a half inch mowing. Well, I, I would tend to agree with y'all and I'd, uh, at three, unless it's in the shade, and then I'd say even taller. That's right. I think you're right there. And uh, they're. they're, they're uh, San Augustine grass can tolerate the shade, and it doesn't have all the stem problems. So that's why we can mow it, uh, mow it higher. Gives more more leaf surface uh, to uh, and shades the ground more, so it, right. it uses the water more efficiently. Okay, got a question from the crowd. Can we ask it on the air? Here, grab the grab the mic. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to hear you. What's going on? No, talk in the mic so we can hear you. Thank Hi, you. good afternoon. I just have a quick question. I have a beautiful tomato plant that has just been letting off tomatoes, and then it just suddenly turned yellow and has um, all sorts of little holes and spots in it. Maybe uh, a little bit of a spider web, maybe? Is it yellowing from the bottom working its way up? Uh, you know, or from the top of, down? Did you I see? I say top down. There's kind of a little something on the top, maybe a little white. Is it well? There's there's two things that are happening. Trace was talking about there's a fungal disease, early blight that comes up from the bottom is showing up now. That's what you want because that you can stop with a, fung- a fungicide, chlorothalonil, and it stops the disease spread and you, it finishes the crop. I'm afraid what you've got may be spider mites. Spider mites are much tougher to deal with. That, that web thing you're talking about, although. Um, I don't see a lot of action here that would indicate that. Well, I, I have a, a little web in my, I have container gardens, and, and I have a web of little, and it's white with little white speckles in it. Okay, is the, the, fo- the foliage is just kind of faded, looking dusty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's typical symptoms of spider mites. And what... Um, Let's see, it's June, 1st of June. We generally pull our summer tomato plants uh, by the middle of July. So you got, it's hard to, once they're at that stage, it's hard to control spider mites. Uh, so you would, you would just let, let them run their course, harvest as many tomatoes as you can, and then plant, plant a new crop in July. We do carry a, a product that's a pyrethrin and sulfur. So the pyrethrin would help control the mites. The sulfur would act as a deterrent. And like, like Calvin was saying, you're just trying to prolong the life of the plant to get off the tomatoes that you got on there so that you can get rid of it and start fresh again for the fall. Is there anything I need to do to prevent the next batch of getting? There's a couple. You can use yeah. that product. But there's also uh, a lot of gardeners use uh, seaweed extract. And I think there's 
Mm-hmm. Well, I've got two. Yeah, seaweed extract, and I generally use uh, two tablespoons per gallon. Spray it once a week under the foliage. And what it does is really slow down any spider mite action. If you start seeing spider mites, then you go to twice a week. And usually you can pull off, get, get the crop off before they, they get to the point where they're thick. This year we have, thank goodness, knock on wood, we have not uh, seen a lot of spider mites yet. They had not been hot yet, and so that's when it's the hardest cool, to get them under control. Cool, cool at night, they don't reproduce very quickly. Plus, we've had a lot of moisture, which they don't. It's not their favorite thing. Oh. So you might want to try, the, uh, try that product and just see if that... If that helps, but the idea is just just. Seaweed, and then the what's the other one called? uh, Bonite is the brand name, and it says uh, tomato and vegetable spray. I think it's in a white bottle on the organic counter. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. You had middle leaf there. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah, I had um, this one. One of my plants keeps getting at the tip. I don't know if maybe I've got it out in the light too much, but it gets this purple. The purple. Is it, is it the layer growth or is it all the growth? Just a just a few. Top or bottom? Top. Oh no, there's one. This was at the bottom. Okay. Bottom could be even natural because uh, they are gonna as they grow up they're gonna lose their lower foliage. But it also looks bacterial because it's a like a water soak mark. That's generally indicative of a, a bacterial. Like when you water, do you water like this or do you water in the dirt? In the dirt. Okay. Um, I would take off all the all the leaves that have that marking, right. and get rid of them. I'd take them all off the plant. Uh, if you do think it's getting any direct sun, back it off a little bit, feed it, and see how it progresses. So should I water it at the dirt? Always water at the dirt. Okay. Watering the foliage is never a good idea. Oh, good to know. Thank you so much. What kind of tomatoes are you growing? Um, I have a batch of all different kinds, but the ones that are growing absolutely beautifully it's something 100 sweet 100 oh just tons of tomatoes and that's of course uh-huh. the one that does she make you pick them no i make I her pick them if, if you, <laughs> her job is to eat them if you like that one next go around try dwarf cherry surprise yeah. dwarf cherry surprise yeah. then, then you will get tired of picking them oh um, i love it that's my kind of and work the, smart hard and the take well the sweet 100s are good but i like the B- bhn968 is another name for the one he's talking about it has got a little more acid than the Sweet 100, so I like that. The taste is it's hard to beat. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. And do you know about our top tomato contest coming up on the 17th? No. Your tomatoes can compete for prizes. Oh, yeah. cool. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's on MillburgerNursery.com, but there's so your, uh, there's the some sweet, flyers at the register, too. Yeah. The Sweet 100 will be eligible for the category of... Uh, a cherry or smaller, right? Yep. And then there's regular size and largest tomato by weight, so probably not going to compete in that <laughs> one. But uh, yeah, so and you could win the gift certificates from the nursery, and it's it's all. And the you do get one just for participating. Yeah, too. you get a ten dollars gift certificate like for that. the nursery. Yeah, I like so that. check that out. Thank cool. you so much. You Thank bet. you. Thanks for coming. Questions. Thank you. All right, uh, again, our number is 308-8867, and it's possible we can sneak in a, another question. But, Calvin, I tell you what, why don't we take this opportunity to talk to you again about the uh, Landscape School, because they've got to register by Tuesday, right? That's right, the 6th. Yeah, the Landscape School is sponsored by the uh, 
Trinity Glenrose Water Conservation District and our friends at the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. It's on Saturday the 10th uh, from 8.30 to 1 o'clock at the El Dacos, the new El Dacos restaurant that's at uh, on uh, off I-10 at the Dominion there. And uh, so the, it'll be a really comfortable setting and a good, good program, lectures, one-on-one counseling, handouts, and uh, they should answer all your questions, help you put together a plan for your specific situ- situation. Uh, $30 per individual to attend, $50 for two members from, from the same household. And one of the keys is they would like you to RSVP by, or be, uh, by the 6th, so on Tuesday. That's why Milton was mentioning. Uh, so go to their website, gardeningvolunteer.org. Gardeningvolunteers.org. And uh, all the information will be there, and also you can register at that point. Okay, got about a minute, Trace. Anything you need to bring up? Uh, did y'all see that young lady uh, with the with the three? Yeah, of, yeah. So she got some of the Princess series, and she was ecstatic and was waving at us as she was walking by. Yay. I thought that was pretty cool. So that is pretty cool. Uh, well, and then we had the one guy that when we were off the air about the bark lice. Yeah, I think that's a good conversation for next week. And, yeah, some more bark lice and he, Trace is predicting that this will be one of those years, like what? Seven or eight years ago that where we'll see a lot of bark The year of the bark lice. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today, but you know what? We're back here next weekend at No Burgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bowl 40 Road. Thanks to Carlo for doing a great job getting your calls on the air. On behalf of the docs, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. Join us next Saturday right here back at No Burgers, 1604 and Bowl 40 Road, and heard only on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.